Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Love Yours. I'm your host, Charlotte Tahira, and this is season three, episode five. Oh my gosh, we're really powering through this book. If you're new to Love Yours, definitely go back and listen to season one. But basically, to summarize, Love Yours is an experimental podcast where I read books from black authors and assess how I can apply their knowledge to my life week to week through this podcast. This season, we are exploring relationships with What a Time to Be Alone, The Slumflower's Guide to Why You're Already Enough by Chidira Egere. And this one has definitely been interesting. So season one was all about my self-love journey, which is why this podcast launched. Season two was about how I love my finances. And this season is all about relationships. And we've talked about being a fixer. We've talked about being a ride or die. We've talked about being an oversharer and why that can often lead to disappointment. As I'm reading through this book, the next bit I'm getting to is about unconscious bias. So I definitely have an unconscious bias. Not in a bad way, but towards people who are coming from a disadvantage like myself. So I always support you if you are younger, working class, an ethnic minority. But what Chidire talks about in these few pages is about being nice to anyone, despite their background. As the late Caroline Flack said, be kind. It's simple, but so powerful. Kindness in relationships is so underrated and so overlooked. Because ultimately, if you're always acting from a place of kindness, even if what you're doing is not received well, at least you will know that you had the best intentions starting off. And I feel like it's so easy to be unkind to those we are closest to because we're most comfortable with them. I definitely struggle with this. I think specifically in my romantic relationships, I am the most tough, loved, brutally honest version of myself because I want them to be their best. I want them to be playing at their A-star quality. And I think that plays into my fixer mindset. So it's definitely something I need to work on. It's not that I'm mean to them, it's just that tough love is not always received and is not always the most effective love to show. Chidera also goes on to say, don't expect a reaction from kindness, but the reward is their happiness from it. I love this, it's so true. When I do something for someone and I can see their pure, genuine happiness off the back of my actions, it fills me with love. You know that emoji, the little smitten emoji with the little hearts over her face? Not the heart eyes, the little hearts around their face. That's how I feel when I do something kind for someone and they get pure happiness from it and they show it in their reaction. I mean, it's even like during Ramadan. One of the things I used to do is... um, take meals to homeless people and in that moment you always and I always want to share it I want to be like look what I'm doing oh I'm such a kind I'm such a nice person but I don't because actually them having a meal is a basic human need and so I have to just know that that internal joy it gives me should be enough and no amount of sharing will match that because if it's truly a selfless act then You shouldn't need to feel rewarded for doing it. It should just be 
for the happiness in the other person's reaction. And if their happiness isn't enough for you, it probably isn't an act of kindness. It's more like a massage for your ego. Ego. I've heard that word a lot since being in therapy. I feel like ego is the downfall to 99% of problems in relationships. Even when I think back to my core shakers, a lot of our arguments all just come back to our egos and wanting to win and wanting to feel like we're right. So I really need to start replacing ego with kindness in all my relationships. Because even when I don't feel like being kind, in that moment to then be kind is how I grow as a person. It's even like a couple of weeks ago, I was really sick, like bedridden, couldn't get out of bed, like absolutely, completely sick. I'm not even going to tell you the details because you might tune out. It was gross. And so the following week, I made a promise to myself that anything that was feeling difficult that week, I was going to push myself to do it anyways. But anyways, <laughs> the message is be kinder to people, to yourselves, and not for any particular reason, not because you want a reaction, not because it's to massage your ego just because it's the right thing to do. Chidira also goes on to talk about celebrating your friends, all the wins, which is really interesting because Love Yours was actually born from envy. I have the horrible habit of comparison, comparing myself to people around me who are doing similar things and measuring my success based on what I've achieved, how quickly in comparison to everyone else which makes absolutely no sense because not only is that putting a unspoken distance between me and my colleagues it's also comparing one section of my life with one section of their lives and something I had to realize really quickly especially as a mum of two most of my colleagues aren't in my situation and so what they can do and how quickly they can achieve it is going to be different but when it's a true friend winning not an associate, not a colleague. I am so excited for them. I think knowing that difference between a friend and an associate and a colleague is so important. And I think even celebrating all of their wins is how I've learned to separate those labels because I don't feel that comparison because I'm not trying to compete with my friends. I mean, partly none of my friends are really in the industry I'm in. Well, one of them is, but definitely not in the same way I am. But also because I genuinely want all of my friends to do well. I want us to be those women in our 40s who go on extravagant five-star resort holidays and go to meals and do you know what I mean like I want us all to be on the same page in that way so maybe that's why it's so much easier for me to celebrate friends wins but I do want to try and be more kind and celebrate colleagues and associates wins as well and don't get me wrong there are some colleagues and there are some associates who I will celebrate their wins but there will still just be my little critic's voice in my head while I'm celebrating their wins going, see, she's better than you. See, she's more talented. See, she's more funny. See, she's more beautiful. See, she's more attractive, more sexy. Or he, it's harder to compare yourself to the opposite gender, especially in my industry where you're very much a male talent or a female talent. I definitely need to learn to just have joy and kindness towards everyone and anyone, whether they're in my field or not just celebrating their wins. I do partly link that to 
institutional racism and when I started my career 10 years ago there being this real kind of message that there can only be one black woman in the room and that has drastically changed over the 10 years I've been in the industry so I also need to drastically change my thinking around it. Something else Shadira goes on to say is give people their flowers while they're still here. Oh my god my dad who is in his 70s was talking about this the other day about how he doesn't want to have people crying at his funeral and sending flowers especially the people who while he was alive just didn't bother too much but why do we wait some of the most beautiful things i've received is cards from like an old student or an old colleague let me know what an impact i'd made on their life so it's not like we're having to literally buy 50 pound bouquets but a heartfelt message is a beautiful reminder to people as to why they are so special and so important and within relationships there's degrees to this right so if it's a colleague or associate you might just send them a really nice message or they're a close colleague or associate get them a card if it's a friend or a family member wow their birthdays better be in their calendar and i'm not gonna lie to you between work and motherhoods i definitely forgot a few friends birthdays last year i definitely sent a couple belated birthday messages but the real friends they know you're there because you celebrate them all year just try not to forget their special day as well and if you do like i did make sure you find a way to make it up to them especially if they are a really close friend and i think with family and romantic relationships i mean there's so many occasions in the year to give them their flowers from mother's day father's day siblings day birthdays valentine's but i think it's about committing to when you are going to spend time with them we're all busy we've all got so much going on but making a point to check in when you know it's been a couple of weeks or a week depending on how regularly you talk and this will vary like if you've got family that lives abroad obviously you're not going to check in on them every week but you know if it's been too long because you feel it with romantic relationships i would say giving them their flowers can be as simple as little acts of service little quality time little gifts some of my main course shakers didn't even understand my love language and i actually recently read that your love languages change based on what's lacking in a relationship so my love languages have changed over the years but of my four slash five core shakers i would say there was only two of them who really got my love languages and genuinely made me feel loved daily i mean i'm not gonna quote sex in the city on every episode but it's like when they all sat around the table and samantha's talking about how she's put on weight this is in the movie and she asks all the girls so how often do you feel happy in your relationship and they all turn to charlotte because she's the only one in a happy relationship and she goes every day and they go every day and she goes not all day every day but every day if you are giving someone that title of partner boyfriend other half fiance husband they should absolutely be making you feel happy every day not all day every day we're human we have moods we have disagreements shit happens but if you have doubts that last more than a day in your romantic relationship to me now that's a flag and i am a hypocrite 
I am learning this myself. I definitely can say for years of my life, I've been unhappy in my relationship and compromised my happiness because of other feelings that I thought were more important, like the commitment or the loyalty or the other person's feelings or society's feelings, like that even matters in an intimate relationship. But when you are publicly with someone, there is that societal pressure to keep up appearances. And I'm really waffling now because this was all about giving people their flowers. So it's definitely something I need to do more of. I think I'm very good at doing it with my family and friends not so good with my colleagues and associates and definitely I don't think good enough with my intimate relationships I think I'm very good at acts of service I'm very good at quality time but words of affirmation I'm really bad at and I do know that that is linked to my childhood and my upbringing but because I'm so aware that I know it's a problem I need to actively make sure in my next relationship I change that. I mean, as women, we love to hear compliments. We love to be told how great we look and all the amazing things about our personality. But I don't think it comes as naturally to tell men that. And as much as like your man will act like he doesn't care, everyone has an ego. And so letting his ego know that he is your chosen person, you do think he's attractive, you do think he's kind. You do think he's someone you could see yourself with long term. You really love his family values or his morals or his work ethic. I think we need to normalize that a lot more. Looking over like some of the points on the pages that I've touched in this episode, I feel like the overarching theme of this is about just being more kind in all your relationships, your colleagues, your associates, your friends, your family and your romantic ones. It's so simple, isn't it? It's like the first thing we learn in primary school to be kind, but then life hits us like a truck and we forget that it's like that basic thing can have drastic impacts on how people feel about us resulting in how they feel about themselves resulting in how they treat other people also I feel like if you feel like you're a kind person then when people do come at you you'll know to ignore it because you know I don't think I'm not a kind person I think I always have the best of intentions but is it delivered in the kindest way probably not I mean I had a whole series called blunt blogger that tells you it's normally delivered with a bit of sass so I'm working on it I promise you and I think I'm gonna leave it there for this episode but I challenge you someone who you know deserves some flowers right now send them that message right now don't delay it pick up your phone and drop them a message with a little emoji or a gif as well because that's always cute why not so thanks for listening don't forget to follow subscribe share and i will talk to you on the next episode love yours an experimental podcast